Happy Bitcoin Wednesday, freaks. It's your host, Odell, here for another Citadel Dispatch, the interactive live show focused on actionable freedom tech and Bitcoin discussion. I am broadcasting live with a very special guest direct from Bitcoin Park on a very busy Wednesday here during our Lightning Summit week. Um, This is going to be a great show. I'm very excited about it. Uh, But before we get started, I just wanted to thank all the freaks who continue to support the show. Dispatch is purely audience funded. It continues because of your support. The value for value that makes it happen. Thank you for sending stats to the show. Thank you for donating your Bitcoin. The easiest way to support the show is to go to citadeldispatch.com slash donate. All the links in general are at citadeldispatch.com. You can also support the show through podcasting 2.0 platforms, such as Fountain Podcasts, Podverse.fm, and Echo LN. I know it's been a while. I like to prioritize in-person conversation. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. So I do appreciate the freaks who stay true to Dispatch even though there are sometimes weeks between episodes. So thank you guys. Um, I know you, not everyone can support the show with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is incredibly scarce. We just talked about time. It's the only thing more scarce than Bitcoin. So if you can't support the show that way, it really does help when you share it with your friends and family, when you subscribe on your favorite platform, Dispatch is available on all the major platforms, every podcast app, leave a review. It does help. Thank you guys. And, uh, What makes Dispatch truly unique is our interactive live chat. We have it on Matrix. We have it on YouTube. We have it on Twitch. But now we also have it on Zap.stream, which is a Nostr native streaming platform. Some of you might be listening from there. Um, With all that said, before we get started, uh, part of Podcasting 2.0 is that you can do boostograms. You can attach a message to a certain number of sats. Um, and I read the top ones from the last episode. Uh, we have at free critter with a hundred thousand sats saying heart, heart, the Bitcoin party, Bitcoin park party rip settling in for a hundred years of rugging, stay humble, stack sats. Last episode I called for a hundred year of, of rugs. Um, free critter also told me that it looked like my lightning node was having trouble again, which was true. I think it should be working now. These are the joys of self-custody lightning, sovereign lightning in the early days. But thank you, freaks, for sticking in there with me. I will say that if your payment fails, uh, you don't lose your sats. Your sats go back to your wallet. So don't worry about that. And also, uh, it still counts towards the podcasting 2.0 rankings, even if it doesn't go through. So thank you for boosting Dispatch up to the top. We have at Rocket with Do the Bitcoin, Stay Humble Stack Sats. Great advice. We have at Eric99, ride or die freak with stay humble stack sats. Really tremendous advice. Thank you, Eric. And we have at Ganilma with 11,111 sats saying keep working and keep it real. So, with all that said, thank you, freaks, for supporting the show. We have a wonderful guest here um, who traveled internationally to make it. We have Milian of Primal App. Uh, one of the most exciting uh, Nostr-focused companies here to join us. How is it going, Milian? Going amazing. Good to see you, Matt. 
we gave you uh, the whirlwind uh, Bitcoin Park experience. Welcome. It's amazing to be here, and what a great place you have. Uh, I'm I'm blown away. For anyone out there who is on the fence about coming over, do it. It's totally worth it. Like the the place is really nice, and the vibes are good, and the people are really nice too. Yeah, I mean we have a shit ton of people here right yeah. now. Um, <laughs> Maybe right, it's a bit of an outlier like this this week. Or... Well, right now we have our monthly meetup is going on, which we run every month. Um, and the topic is lightning, but then the next two days we have our lightning summit, um, where we have some of the best builders in the space are coming in to talk lightning and collaborate and, and, and hang out. Um, it looks like, okay. We have a lot of people in the live chat. You cannot see the live chat. Um, but I will tell you about the live chat. Love it. Um, so this is fucking awesome. I'm glad to have you here. It's good to kick it. Um, should we start with <laughs> Derek Ross is telling us to apologize that he has a check on YouTube. Um, we are going to be talking about Noster today and we're going to be talking about Primal. Uh, the last time some of you freaks might have heard about Noster was when I had Fiat Jeff um, and JB55 on way back when in the early days of Noster. Um, it's been a long, long time, uh, but also a very short period of time uh, in Noster development and Noster adoption. Um, and since then, Primal has been launched. Uh, so I guess uh, probably a lot of our live audience already knows what Noster is. Um, but a lot of people listening on the podcast feed might not know uh, what is Noster. Uh, so in, in, in your mind, you know, let, let's distill Noster just real quick, and then we can get into a deep conversation about Noster. Well, <clears throat> Noster is, um, I guess, global open uh, network for communications and publishing, which, which has an open social graph associated with it, as well as a monetary network kind of attached to it, which is Bitcoin Lightning Payments. Combine all of those things, um, magical things happen. Uh, it, it's really game changing to to have all of this together. Um, and what's unfolding in front of our eyes, I think, is a sight to behold. That this there's this technology that was uh, created a couple of years ago. Uh, there was only a handful of guys working on it. Only a few users. Uh, it. Uh, it, it was pretty kind of slow moving for maybe a year and a half. And then uh, things started taking off at the end of the last year, maybe November, December last year, when uh, when Jack Dorsey started endorsing it in, in a bigger way. And uh, when Elon, for some reason, reacted uh, uh, to, I don't know, what, whatever the current thing was at, at the moment, he was, uh, I guess, threatened about linking out from Twitter, uh, and he had made a rule uh, at at the time to uh, forbid linking out to a certain number of sites. I forgot exactly the list, but it was the big sites. It was maybe uh, Instagram and Mastodon. The big one was Substack. Right? Substack, exactly. It was around yeah. Substack, and then he all the blue checks lost their shit on the Substack. Right, exactly, exactly. And then he, in that list, he listed Noster at the bottom. 
Right. And the 25 people on Noster were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, um, that made me notice it, actually. That was when you noticed that, it. Well, I, I noticed it before. I, I think I actually listened to your pod with Fiat Jeff. Let's and fucking Google. go. Uh, I was uh, um, looking at these types of kind of decentralized publishing technologies for a few years now. Uh, I was just on my own time researching that, trying to figure out how the problem gets solved um, and wasn't quite happy with anything that I saw. I even tried designing my own protocol uh, back a couple of years ago. Uh, wasn't happy with that one either. Uh, actually, I think I, I reached out to you at one point and, and we talked about it. Yes, uh, I remember that. So um, props to you, Matt, for just taking a call from a random guy. <laughs> <laughs> who had Many like, such cases. I know. I, I witnessed it myself. The best uh, part about this movement is the people behind it. Yeah. And uh, let it be known that Matt just picked up the phone and talked to a random dude who wanted to talk about like decentralized uh, publishing and decentralized social media. So anyway, um, I was not too happy with my own solution either. I put that aside. And then uh, Noster came on my radar a couple of times, but I kind of brushed it off. Um, and it wasn't until November, December last year that uh, I decided to take a closer look. And um, I was reading through the protocol, actually, the, the, th th through the spec. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh, this is going to work. That was the first thought. And the second thought was we have a shit ton of work to do. Okay. So we have um, maybe... We you went deep there. First of all, I just wanted to that that dispatch, that original dispatch um, with JB fifty five and Fiat Jeff uh, was episode sixty three of Dispatch. If you haven't heard it, and Mister Kooks uh, joined us as well. Uh, incredibly impressive uh, BTC Pay server uh, contributor and Noster contributor. Um, so Noster, the way I look about at Noster, right? Um, it's an interoperable, permissionless, censorship-resistant communication protocol. Yes. That anyone can build on top of. Uh, that most, most of the applications we might not necessarily even comprehend. But we're humans. And for better or for worse, humans are... Uh, spend a lot of time on social media. And one of the first main use cases of Noster is essentially uh, social media, using it as a social media alternative um, where you cannot easily be censored. You can move between different apps. All those apps can communicate with each other. And from a Bitcoin perspective, that you can also natively send Bitcoin payments to each other while using the protocol. Um, when we see these centralized platforms that we've become to rely on, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Reddit, um, they all have the same fundamental problem, which is there is a centralized entity, a uh, company that has full control over what happens on that platform. And we see censorship happen. 
Uh, we see policies get enacted that affect power users and all users. Um, and there's this weird, never-ending, circular people just jumping from platform to platform but never really solving any of the fundamental core issues, right? And, and Noster represents the ability for us to move away from that concept and move to something where the end user actually has control over their own communication, right? Exactly. Uh, and I think the way you described it is, is great. Uh, what I would emphasize, though, is that from the get-go, the, the, uh, it's, it's a decentralized publishing protocol and, and a communication pro protocol that has a, a social graph that's open to everyone right. uh, uh, to develop on um, and ov obviously not controlled by any person or any company. The combination of those things is really, uh, like I said, groundbreaking. And when I when I discovered it, when I truly discovered it, it I couldn't sleep for weeks. <laughs> I'm still having a tough time actually uh, um, coming to terms with it because um, so many things can be built on it. The obvious things are kind of microblogging applications, you know, Twitter. Is that what we call Twitter microblogging? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there a better name? I don't know. Shit posting. I don't know. <laughs> Twitter clones, microblogging, that, that's an obvious thing to do. And I, I have a feeling the protocol was kind of designed with the intent that like, you should be able to uh, uh, replicate those types of things on the protocol. Um, I like the point of view of textual speech, like online speech, but in textual form. So excluding media, like sound files and video files. Uh, so It's it, text first. Exactly. It's a text first type of protocol. Uh, and in addition to microblogging, we have long form content, which is also equally obvious to build on, right. on Noster. Substack medium. Exactly. Exactly. But open. Exactly. So uh, imagine all of those platforms, like you, like you mentioned, where people uh, and companies, corporations are in full control of everything they own. Right. They own everything behind it. Uh, imagine being able to build. Uh, the same functionality without it being owned by any central authority. Um, and the implications of that are huge because the censorship issues that you, you uh, brought up. Um, this interview the other day, it kind of hit me that uh, the Jack and Jack interview, the Jack and Jack interview. Yes. yes. Uh, when he told the story of how, you know, um, how they developed Twitter and, how Twitter turned into what it is today, it hit me that, uh, you know, usually when we talk about censorship, we think about the people who are being censored as the victims there. And that's, you know, that's probably true in most cases, but it's really those who are doing the censoring that are victims as well. Like if you have the power to do that, uh, that that's a huge burden to to carry, right? And uh, if you have that power, you will be made to use it. You'll right? be pressured. You'll be pressured by powerful actors to use it, right? So the only solution is to not have that power. Uh, if the question is, you know, who who can decide who can speak, 
Right. Who should have that power? The answer is like no one should have that power. Right. It's fucking crazy yeah. that someone could have that power. Yes. And they do. There's like a handful of companies that, that basically have that power to, right. to uh, decide that. Um, so it's, it's really super exciting to see Noster kind of sprout out. Like the, it's one thing to uh, develop the technology. There, there have been some technologies before. I really like Noster because of its simplicity and how effectively it does these things. Um, so, but again, Noster as a technology is one thing, but the network sprouting on top of it organically uh, is, is really a sight to behold. Right. Uh, and we're witnessing that. Uh, and it kind of makes sense for it to be um, starting from the Bitcoin community because right. we as Bitcoiners, we understand these types of problems. We have a culture of running nodes. So therefore, in Noster, there are things like relays. Um, you know, there's thousands of relays out there. Right. We run running. our own relay at Bitcoin Park. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and one of the big uh, first kind of... Um, I guess, critiques of Noster was, oh, well, you know, what are the incentives for running a relay? No one's going to run a relay. Right. Well, there are thousands of relays and people are running them. Well, I mean, I want to run a relay because I want to communicate too, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, You you want to make sure that your speech can be uh, taken down by other people who run relays. So you run your own. Um, Okay. I mean, there's a lot of overlap there uh, for Bitcoiners. I mean, when you talk about the censorship on Twitter or Facebook or I guess Instagram now has their own Twitter competitor threads. Um, there's there's a lot of overlap there with with Bitcoin in terms of PayPal censoring you or Venmo censoring you or Cash App censoring you um, or Bank of America censoring you, right? And and why? I think a lot of people just don't realize that we've just never been in this situation before. Um, we've never had in so much of our lives digital. And as a result, uh, this digitization of our, of our lives has been in a very centralized way. So we've never had, we've never been so vulnerable to so few people that can control how we interact in our daily lives. Um, and that is incredibly true for speech. I, I think people do not really understand the ramifications of it yet i think people will understand it uh further i think it's the same with with financial freedom i don't think people realize um i don't think people realize the relationship they're in with these centralized parties and they unfortunately a lot of people do not realize until they they get burned um so, or or uh, until someone prominent gets burned that right that, someone they pay attention to exactly. gets burned yeah. uh i mean every i a lot of people knew when Kanye lost his bank account. Yeah. But like millions of people lose their bank accounts yeah. every year um, and get cut out of Bank of America and Citibank and all this other shit. And no one really pays attention uh, because they're nobodies. And but when Con- when it happens to Kanye, you know, yeah. and Kanye has his own opportunities where he can buy his own social network or buy his own bank, you know, <laughs> make shit happen. Um, but the average person just yeah. gets fucked, just constantly gets fucked. Um, and all these technologies, uh, the greater freedom tech movement is all about empowering the individual. So the individual has this defensive technology. 
Um, you also touched on this idea that Noster has a bunch of different ways it could be used. And I mentioned it briefly earlier, but I am looking right now on this live chat at zap.stream. That's the website, zap.stream, because now, don't, like everything in our lives, it's all corrupted by fiat maxis and shit corners. There are a million suffixes that you can have for domains, including .stream. So zap.stream is a domain. Um, it is this cool web service where we stream to zap.stream and people are in the live chat and they're they're sending us, well, they're sending me, they're sending me Bitcoin on here. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a portion of the big, I actually owe you a hundred thousand sats anyway, but yeah, we can get into that later. Bad, bad. So yeah, hopefully if they wait. keep, if they keep zapping, I can take their money that they're contributing to still dispatch Love and it. pass on to you. But that's, that, this is crazy is like, um, do we, who developed zap.stream? I don't even know. What? Um, there's a GitHub repo that lists all of Noster projects. Live chat. Tell me who developed zap.stream. Um, and, and there are literally hundreds of them. There are hundreds of projects. It's hard to, like I'm full-time in Noster now. It's really hard to keep up. But this feels like it was a weekend project. Yeah. They had this permissionless protocol, a weekend project. They combined it with uh, Kieran. Kieran uh, developed zap.stream. So I believe cool. it was like a relatively quick project for him. Um, and they want me to get Noster comments in the stream instead. I, I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Um, I might try and figure it out live. But anyway, um, and because he had two uh permissionless protocols he was able to just build this thing he didn't have to ask anyone if, if he could or not and he was able to do it really easily and that's the kind of empowerment that you see with these open protocols um okay all this said we have you on uh you launched primal uh what is primal um so primal is a company that focuses on Noster development our immediate focus is to build an alternative to the centralized uh, social media platforms like Twitter. Um, and uh, we're also uh, attacking, as I mentioned previously, uh, textual speech. So I would include med medium and Substack in there. Um, we, um, we, we started looking at Noster back in or I started looking at Noster back in uh, December and I liked it, but um, there was, um, I saw an opportunity to make uh, this faster, basically. To, to, and I thought, saw some gaps in terms of scaling and, and such. Um, so I came up with this um, um, way of, um, uh, gathering all the data and, and doing uh, the, the uh, caching from from all of the all of the thousands of relays out there and gathering that in a in a, a caching service and um, which enabled us to implement uh, UIs and clients which are um, extremely fast uh, so um, I just wanted to say that I, I got zap.stream comments on the live stream. They're very do it, excited. Do it. Go for it. No, they're they're on right now. They're very excited right now. About the announcements or 
Oh, I mean, we haven't got to the announcements yet. They're just very excited because the I got the <laughs> I got the chat on the. What did it say? They're seeing it on the video. They're okay. very excited. All right, let's, let's continue. Go. Sorry, I apologize. So They're zapping lots of sats. Lots of sats are being zapped. I can I good. can pay you off on good, the better because already. you'll be able to pay me back. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so uh, primal uh, the, the whole idea behind primal is to build on Noster and to bring Noster to. Uh, the masses to bring Noster to uh, millions or potentially even billions of people out there. And currently there are some technological and kind of UX uh, gaps uh, to be able to do that. And we're focusing all of our efforts into kind of bridging those gaps. And one of these gaps is the um, uh, kind of performance issue and, and how quickly the UIs can load, how quickly we can load the data. So we look at the whole stack and we build uh, client applications for all of the platforms, but we also more interestingly perhaps build the middleware, uh, the caching technology that makes it possible to, uh, to, to um, bring the types of user experiences that people are used to with centralized platforms like, like Twitter and so forth, which load instantaneously. But without compromising the um, the um, censorship resistance uh, aspects and and kind of self sovereignty aspects of Noster, um, so uh, at the high level, this is kind of what Primal is doing currently. So Noster, the protocol, is incredibly powerful. Uh, it has an immense amount of potential as a tool for freedom in the world. The major friction point is how people interact with the protocol. And Primal's goal, one of Primal's main goals is to make that experience as polished as possible. So someone can just go onto their app store, install an app, go through the onboarding flow, very simple, easy onboarding flow and have an app that is even more performant than their favorite centralized social media addiction. Yeah, that's basically it. That, that's, that's the goal. And we're kind of, we're like workshopping the messaging. Yes. yes. I, uh, I prefer your version. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we have, um, so first of all, I will say that um, I am a, massive twitter addict um i i disavowed all social media uh, about a decade ago got rid of linkedin got rid of fuck linkedin the the worst of the worst got rid of linkedin um uh, you want to know when you have fuck you money you have fuck you money when you get rid of linkedin it doesn't matter how much money you have if you feel comfortable getting rid of linkedin you have fuck you money just F fyi to everyone uh Got rid of LinkedIn, got rid of uh, Facebook, got rid of Instagram, got rid of Snapchat, never joined any of the other ones. Um, but Twitter was the only one left remaining. And it was a, it was a platform where there was, there was open discussion was being had. Uh, all my discussion was, was pretty much focused on Bitcoin. Never deleted a tweet in my life. You can go through if you're allowed to search on Twitter. I don't know if you're getting rate limited or not. Uh, you can go through. Uh, there's you know, 
10 years of Bitcoin discussion in, in my archives that are all open. Most of them, if you go through the threads, like other people have deleted tweets, but I haven't. Um, love Twitter. Uh, the past regime, not great. Um, there was a lot of censorship. I got shadow banned in that regime as well. Uh, but I continued because there was no really good alternative. Um, this current ownership, uh, Elon, uh, this is not speculation. He wants everyone to verify their identity. Uh, that is a non-starter for me. I uh, am obviously a public figure. A lot of people know me. There are almost 250 people here at Bitcoin Park. I've sh shaken all of their hands. Um, but at the end of the day, what made Twitter great to me was this idea that anyone could just be a NIM. Anyone can join the conversation. There wasn't these multiple classes of users and people weren't pushed into identity verification. I think identity verification is going to go um, across, across the board. Um, so, I mean, this is a real threat. And, and fortunately, I'm in a position where I never really wanted to be a so-called influencer. Um, I think influencer culture is incredibly toxic. Um, but I respect this idea that at will, at any point, uh, people can, a single individual can essentially take away your income stream if you are that, right? Uh, if you rely on that, if you rely on Twitter, like people every day, um, watch what they say because... Um, because they might lose their platform. They might lose their audience. Uh, we see uh, my good friend Marty, uh, who does Rabbit Hole Recap with me, um, just posted a recent podcast, um, and COVID was the topic. Um, and he didn't post it to YouTube, right? And that's the implicit understanding that if he posts it to YouTube, he might get a strike from the YouTube people and he might use his YouTube platform. It's self-censorship. It's self-censorship, exactly. So it's not only like, so this particular show, he probably knew he couldn't post the whole show, but like for a bunch of other shows where these types of topics come up here and there, you kind of maybe pull back a little bit, even subconsciously uh, knowing that, hey, you might get another strike on YouTube or, or something. Um, but I wanted to ask you something. Uh, so, so you said you... Uh, got rid of all of social media years ago, but you yeah. stayed on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I presume it's because that's the online speech platform. Like that is the town square or, or used to be the town square. The point is, is like, uh, yeah, like when people say, like, Matt, why are you complaining? Why are you still on Twitter complaining? Uh -huh. Is because Twitter was a big deal for me. Like I met a lot of friends through Twitter. Uh, I had a lot of good discussion through Twitter. Like it was empowering. And when people say, I have people say to me, uh, Matt, you know, you have almost 200K followers on Twitter. Like you don't understand. I'm just a little account. Like I need to get the blue check. I need to verify my identity. Otherwise I won't have any reach. That's the point. That's why I hate it. That's why I hate this move is because a young Odell would to have any voice in the conversation would have been forced to verify my identity and I might have been weaker at that point. Yeah. Right. I might have been weaker and 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 actually complied and did that for this increased engagement, for the ability to send longer tweets, for the ability to edit my tweets, for to send longer videos. 
And if you watch anyone with a large platform on Twitter, they've mostly just all complied. Yeah. They've all just completely complied with the identity verification. And to me, Noster, I guess I was, it was a very long-winded uh, context explanation or whatever. I mean, if you listen to Rabbit Hole Recap, I've been going with Marty about my issues with the blue check for a while. But if you listen to Seal Dispatch, I haven't really talked about it. So I just kind of wanted to give you guys some context if this is the only show you listen to. Um, but to me, Noster is what I was sold Twitter was. I was going to ask, if right? Noster didn't exist, would you still be full on on Twitter? Well, I would still be anti-check. Right. But I just wouldn't have an alternative. Right. Um, to me, Noster is, is what I was sold Twitter was. Um, just a, a truly free speech platform. It's, it's not a platform, it's a protocol, but this is a nuance. So let's dissect that a little bit. I think that's, uh, I'd agree uh, about that. Um, so Noster has the potential to grow into the town square that Twitter is only for real, only uh, without the uh, centralizing capabilities. But that's only one small aspect of what Noster can do. Uh, there are a ton of other things that can and uh, will be and are being built on Noster. So, and, and the network effects that you get from each of those uh, fucking insane uh, applications is insane. So, let's say if Twitter and Medium and Substack were on the same protocol on the same and spotify and instagram and then and spotify and then instagram and, and then even more than that places yeah. and like uh, all and ebay you know and the, you know people like pablo uh are and local bitcoins like all of these everything and you know a ton of different applications let's say people like pablo are building uh, uh things like highlighter you right. can see it at highlighter.com it's great like domain a, yeah, it's a great domain. Pablo's a ride or die freak. He's, Pablo's such a ride or die freak. He's both in the YouTube comments and the Zap.stream comments. He's in shout both out, comments. Shout out. Um, so all of these things are being built on the same social graph without requiring permission from anyone. And any piece of content that you generate in any one of these individual applications can be referenced in any of the other applications. Without permission. Uh, we're Fucking all, insane. That's insane. Like uh, Even those of us who are in Oster full-time are still having a tough time coming to terms uh, around what this is actually going to mean. Um, and we're kind of lucky that we're seeing this sprout from, from the kind of, from the get-go and it's going from just a handful of users to tens of thousands of users to hundreds of thousands of users. It's happening in front of our eyes. Um, it's, it's just insane. Yeah. I mean, I agree. That's why I kind of just, I like preface it with just like, I, we can't even really comprehend the implications. Um, and it's, it's funny cause it, it's, it's, it's similar to Bitcoin in a way that it's hard to describe because there's so much nuance um, it's hard to describe what the potential implications are, but even just the let's. I just want to drill back down to just this basic 
Twitter functionality, Twitter-like functionality, like what I was sold as a young kid, what I was sold Twitter was, right? Um, that alone, that tiny little piece of the greater, what will be the greater Nostra ecosystem uh, is revolutionary, revolutionary in itself. This I idea agree. that no one, no one can easily censor you, um, that no one can easily stop you from broadcasting your speech, um, that you take the control from an individual company to, um, to an actual individual user, right, is a, is a fundamental paradigm shift to how we have um, treated speech on the internet up until this point. That in itself w would have been huge. Yeah. If it was just that. Just that. Which is, that's what makes it so hard to talk about because I want to, yeah. like, all of it is crazy, but that one part is fucking crazy. Yeah. That's the, that's probably the core of Noster. Um, I don't know if it's the core philosophically, but in terms of how it's being used, it, it probably if we look at the, the, you know, the, the events that are being posted and users and um, it, it, probably that micro blogging application is, is by far the, the number one um, use case for Nostra currently. But all of these other things are sprouting as well. You know, we have long form content with Habla News and um, Blogstack. Yeah, there's a few uh, that basically yeah. work off the same. Dude, this Zap.Stream stream right now, by the way, Kieran. Uh, Kieran also has Snort. Um, he's mostly he's mainly known for Snort.Social, uh, which is a web Nostr client. That's a great uh, client. They've zapped me. They've sent me. Uh, over 400,000 sats of freedom money. Since the beginning of the show? Since, yeah, they're going, they're just, they zap in the comments. Mm. It's the coolest fucking thing. Anyone who's watching on YouTube can see it or Twitch um, or Bitcoin TV. Obviously, the people that are on zap.stream can see it, but everyone can fucking see it right now. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy. You can afford to lose multiple additional bets. Yeah, I, I lose a lot of bets. This is my thing. I love um, it. You lose them for being overly bullish. Over, always overly right. bullish. And we'll talk about the bet I lost. But uh, yeah, I I mean, before we talk about the announcements, um, the integration with Bitcoin is fundamentally changing things too. Like you mentioned Abla News, which is um, really demeaning to abla.news to say this but a substack competitor that's built on the nostr protocol i don't think that's demeaning i wouldn't um i think it's a lot bigger than that is as a concept um yeah substack is 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 a fine company big company right. providing great service lots of well, horrible lots service of and that's why we need alternatives but um it has direct bitcoin payments built into it yes at 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 a fundamental level, um, it's not like uh, a writer needs to ask for donations at the end of their post. Uh, it's not like a, I, you could post a meme um, on the quote unquote microblogging side of Noster. You don't have to ask for money. Anyone can just send you freedom money. They can send you Bitcoin. Um, and I do wonder because a massive um, a, ma a massive part of my a, a, bu a bunch of my brain power is constantly thinking about this idea of just like 
broken incentives. Uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin showed me that if if you if you look at what is is most wrong with our world, you can usually dial it back down to some kind of broken incentives, right? And we've seen this massive uh, influencer domination of communication of, of of media. People don't watch CNN. People don't watch Fox News. They have their favorite influencer or whatnot. And everything is all about engagement and everything is all about ads. Um, your podcasts are, are filled with ads. Um, YouTube filled with ads. Uh, your favorite Instagram influencer is trying to sell you sunscreen, right? And all of a sudden you take out these middlemen that are involved in this, in this monetization of content and speech um, and you direct the audience you're directly connected to the audience who can fund you, right? And you have this direct incentive to serve them. You're not serving your ad partners. Um, you're not serving the quote unquote algorithm that is a complete black box on whatever individual platform. And you're able to receive these funds directly. Um, that Bitcoin element is incredibly powerful. And I actually think that like the early days of Noster is like Bitcoiners bootstrapping Noster. And I'm curious on your opinion. I think at some point Noster overtakes Bitcoin in terms of adoption. And then Noster essentially increases Bitcoin adoption. Like most people, there'll probably be billions of people in the world that their first interaction with Bitcoin is Noster, not the opposite way around, right? I think you're right. I think that's right. We're already starting to see people who got into Bitcoin through Noster, uh, which was wild to see. Like the the, uh, the conference we had in Costa Rica back in March, uh, there were a bunch of people there who, I don't know how, how they ended up there. Maybe they were traveling or whatnot, but they ended up at the conference and they got onboarded onto Noster and got really into Noster, understood what it is and why we're building what we're building, the way we're building it and so forth. And then they start getting to Bitcoin. They, they kind of tangential, tangentially got into Bitcoin. Uh, so it, I think this core of kind of, of user base of Bitcoiners is required to... to sprout off the network and it seems like we've done that actually that might be the the most uh, difficult step these first few you know let's say 50 100,000 users that are actually there like day in day out uh the intoler intolerant minority almost <clears throat> you can think of them you know in the sense that you know they're for bitcoiners there's a bunch of people who own Bitcoin, but there's like the core that runs nodes. It's right. probably it's like maybe same order of magnitude, like 20, Wait, 30. How many people do you think run Bitcoin nodes? I think it's in the tens of thousands. Yeah. And there are millions of people who own Bitcoin. How many and, people do you think self-custody Bitcoin? Probably... I think we have the numbers on the nodes, so that's easy. We have the numbers on the total kind of owners of Bitcoin, people who have Coinbase accounts and stuff like that on the right. other extreme. They have IOUs. Uh, right. Uh, but how many people self-custody? Probably like a million, maybe low-digit millions. Well, we know <laughs> what do you think? when led the ledger leak happened... <laughs> 
Uh-huh. They had a million customers leaked. <laughs> that sounds right to me. So that's like a bottom line uh okay. a ledger self custody. I maybe like two million, three million. Yeah, that sounds right to of me. Of like eight billion people. But yeah. I think that works. This type of distribution works right. for Bitcoin. It like the network is already resilient enough uh for this to work. If right. you have tens of thousands of like really intolerant hardcore bitcoiners who are not going to change their nodes on a whim change the software on their node right uh, protecting the network from that standpoint like if you want to change bitcoin you need to convince those guys <laughs> to run your version uh, so that's going to be tough and then you have a few million people who self-custody and then you have tens or maybe hundreds of millions of people who think they own Bitcoin or who own Bitcoin through IOUs. Yeah, it's probably like 10 million self-custody, 100 million yeah. custodial. Those are the orders of magnitude. And I don't know, like, curious to get your take on it, but I think that works, that, yeah. that type of distribution. It'd be amazing if we had more node runners, but, I mean, 10, 20, 50,000 actual economic actors that run nodes that's pretty good. It's pretty fucking high. I mean, yeah. there's like one Federal Reserve node. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, so in the context of Noster, yeah. Um, it's a little bit different, uh, but you need you do need a core group of people who who are there to for for the kind of censorship resistance reasons and, and for the kind of network strength reasons uh, and who are willing to run the relay. The rider dies. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then I think that group continues to expand, I think will continue to expand uh, because we, I don't think we've onboarded all of the Bitcoiners. Like, let's say, here's a thought experiment. What would it look like what would it take to onboard all of the self-custody Bitcoiners, the you know one to five million Bitcoiners onto Noster? I don't think we're anywhere near them, kind of being on, on right. these networks. So we're so early still, and, and no, it's incredibly Noster's incredibly early. Yes, but and it's a bit of a blessing to be honest for us builders right now that it's not going gangbusters that we're not hockey sticking in terms of growth because um it's hard enough to build this stuff when 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 there's no not no chaos right like so just imagine if we were onboarding you know hun hundreds of thousands of users now you know per week or whatnot right but that's not happening currently we're kind of at a how many how many you know, active users do you think are in nostra right now so there's a few different uh ways to look at it and a couple of different kind of uh groups who are doing the work to estimate all of this um i like the work that arthur from noster band is doing noster.band he has his stats there uh, so he is uh, just like Primal. He has a, a service that connects to all of the publicly available relays, right? And connects uh, and collects all of the events that are being published in real time, uh, and those events, like you know, likes and posts and notes and so forth, um, they obviously are signed by the the, the uh, key of the user, so you can kind of uh, get user stats from there. So 
the numbers that he is uh, uh, reporting are on the order of 30 to 40,000 weekly active users. I think that's the kind of 25 to 30, that, that's the ballpark. Now, these are, when when he calculates active users, he has like two, I think he's being a little bit maybe too strict in terms of like what he uh, considers to be an active user in two different ways. First, he uh, trims down the overall number of users to what something that, he, to a group he calls trusted users. To, yeah. To... Uh, through analytics, he's figuring out because it is an open with, network graph. Exactly, he's putting on this. So, just to back up, the, the problem we're facing here is that anyone can easily create a key pair, right? Right. So you can create bots so easily. You can there's millions and millions of like Bitcoin. Pairs. You can just generate a key pair yeah, offline, exactly. and if then you, you can want. start doing stuff with it. Like, so, so it's very you don't have to, to sign up, provide your identity, whatever. So exactly. the actual public keys on the network isn't the, isn't the signal that's a no, exactly a massive upper bound exactly so it's easy to spin up bots on Noster, and people are doing it you know right um so you need to do some analytics work to figure out through the through, through the social graph through, through all of the uh, relationships follows and so forth of and maybe other means as well of who the trusted users are so he kind of limits the number of uh pub keys in, in that way and then he only is reporting those users who are actually performing actions. So um, if, if you're just reading Noster, you are using it. You are an active user. Uh, but if you didn't even perform a single like, you will not be counted. in that. Right. And this is something you see with centralized social media, where most people just read they don't actually communicate yes so that would be interesting to that's a piece of information we collectively as noster community i think we don't have uh, so so we, uh, arthur has done a great work to kind of give us the numbers on people who are doing stuff on the network so that's the lower bound of the active users is, is what he's reporting i think on the monthly basis it's something like over I think it's be between 50 and 100,000 users and then on the weekly basis, maybe like 25, 30. Um, so that's the lower bound, I think. Uh, we don't know how many more. Maybe it's multiple folds from that. It kind of feels right to me that it would be. Right, so uh, the upper <clears throat> bound, the upper bound, if I go to Primal and go to Explore, right. the upper bound is the number of public keys, which is 31.9 million public keys. Correct. Which is way off. Yeah, that's that, we don't have that many users. <laughs> There's a lot of millions, though. Yes. Um, and then the lower bound you think is like twenty thousand, ten thousand. Well, if we're talking about let's say monthly active users, it's like order of magnitude, like 70,000 users. So, right. so that would be lower bound. That's users who are actually logging in and doing stuff like liking and posting and so forth. That makes sense. Um, so, I mean, we have some Bitcoiners in the chat. Uh, that uh, disagree with our self-custody estimation on Bitcoin. Okay. Uh, that is fair. Um, it is mostly a guess. Um, they think it's more or less? I think he thinks it's more. Um, mostly a guess. Hard to tell uh, for sure. Um, there's a bunch of different ways you can calculate. I feel pretty confident in that 10 million range, but who knows? Um, the more, the better. Um, I will say, just to defend my statement about why I think 
Noster will onboard at some point there's like a I'm not going to say the word. At some point, uh, Noster starts onboarding people to Bitcoin versus Bitcoiners onboarding to Noster is because for better or for worse in our society, uh, social media is a major aspect. Uh, if you ask most of our average uh, or, or our non-Bitcoiner friends um, what they care about, uh, most of the time... Uh, it's not money. They just take money for granted. At least in the developed world, they take money for granted. They just assume the institutions will be trusting. But what they spend nine hours, 10 hours of their day is, is hunched over their phone, scrolling Instagram or scrolling Twitter, or scrolling TikTok. Um, and, and that is a real co connection to them. So to me, this, this idea of um, a freedom-oriented social protocol or communication protocol is a direct connection to a, 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 in the near term, a much larger group of people. Um, and as a result, they might not even switch to Noster for the, the freedom oriented, uh, money side, but then they get, they touch that aspect. And, and the, this idea of buying Bitcoin or um, and then learning how to self custody and all these other, like that that takes a a step, but if you're just posting a meme on the internet, um, or let, let's be honest, let's be honest, if you're if 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 you're posting a you know a glamorous shot of you out to dinner, um, and you get just paid money on the internet that that you didn't buy. Um, that's a much easier touch point. That's, that's a touch point that you didn't do anything additional. You'll still get your likes. You'll still get your retweets. What we call them reposts on Noster. You'll still get all that, but you also just like some stranger just sent you money. Um, I think for a lot of people that will be their first touch point. I, I think that makes logical sense to me. And this is coming from someone who is one of the most bullish people on Bitcoin. Like I'm incredibly bullish on Bitcoin. I remain incredibly bullish on Bitcoin. Um, but a lot of people are going to get onboarded to Bitcoin, I believe, um, through switching to Noster. And I think Primal is a very interesting. Um, Primal is a very interesting part of that message because, um, yeah, I, I, we have someone in the comments saying OnlyFans thoughts are going to love it. I haven't even mentioned OnlyFans. OnlyFans got completely cut off by the financial traditional financial system and they started cracking down on people and saying you can't have certain content and still get paid for it because they were using traditional financial rails. Um, so, yeah, I mean, OnlyFans is going to be the OnlyFans use case is going to be fucking massive on Noster and, and they're going to use Bitcoin as the payment method like that is that's what's going to happen. And these people like you can. You know, tell them to read the Bitcoin standard or go on whatever kind of orange pill narrative you want to go on. Yeah, people um, don't care about them. The they don't care. don't care. But until they when, when they post and they're able to post and they don't get censored and they're able to receive payments from their audience, they, they will care. Um, but Primal plays an interesting role here because. Your team is focused on just making this a better experience altogether. It's not just about the freedom oriented aspects, the thing will load quicker. Yeah. It already does load quicker than Twitter and you're very early beta. It does. Uh, and and that, that's really our focus. We want to do what it takes to 
get that Noster experience to be as good, if not better, than the uh, kind of legacy centralized um, media that people are used to consuming. It needs to be at least as good. Um, and you're right. Currently, we we do um, we do in a lot of cases load faster than Twitter. There's this anecdote where uh, we were we were doing a launch and somebody on the team po- uh, sent me a link of, of something that we posted and I, it was at the end of a long day and I clicked on it and I, and it was like one, 1,000, two, 1,000. I was like, what the fuck? Why is it not loading? Oh, it's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so yes. Um, I see Primal as, as, uh, a company or a service or a product that will bridge the gap um, in terms of performance and UX and to large numbers. This is what we're uh, focusing on. And we'll leave no stone unturned when it comes to um, doing things necessary to make it happen. To make that happen, you need to do, you need to solve a, a two or three big problems and thousands of little problems and we're just going in one by one and like you know getting this done uh so yeah yeah i mean i've seen this i mean i've spent years on bitcoin education and at the end of the day uh people will just choose the most convenient option most people most people not everyone most people listening to this don't um cheers to you all for taking personal responsibility over your life but most people just choose the most convenient option. So if we can make the most convenient option, um, freedom first and privacy first, um, not require identity verification, not have centralized rulers, uh, that is a massive step. That is a massive step as in, at improving this world. You know, we can have a whole conversation about people dealing with social media addiction after, um, but at least the thing they're addicted to is not centrally controlled and easily censored, right? Also, the uh, the incentives that you mentioned before, where you know, if you as a as a publisher or a content creator, you if you're um, uh, monetizing your work by engaging your audience and getting them to pay you, similar kinds of incentives apply for uh, product creators like Primal. If uh, if we're being paid by our customers by the users. In other words, if the user is the customer, then we'll be incentivized to work all day long for our users, for our customers to make the to make everything better and, and to make the feature set better and not to optimize the feeds in a way that increases engagement and increases our advertising revenue, but instead to uh, optimize the feeds for the highest level of signal that people uh, need to get. I think that's going. That's a particular uh, subject area in Noster that's uh, very interesting, and it's it's like a problem to solve, right? Because you have all of these end pubs, all of these user accounts. You you can create uh, bots. You can create automated content. There's a lot of content that can be created. It's already being created. So sifting through that and um, uh, surfacing. Uh, high signal stuff is um, extremely valuable. And this is something we're focusing on. 
Yeah, I mean, I it brings us back to the blue check because a lot of people think my issue with the blue check is the payment part, and it's not. It's the identity verification. I actually think the idea of paying for a service uh, in a um, in a way that you can preserve your privacy it makes a lot of sense. Um, and I, I think there is a um, there was a deliberate decision uh, by Elon uh, to include the identity verification with uh, a payment to essentially um, make people feel like they are no longer the product because they are buying it. Um, when in fact, they're an even greater product <laughs> yes. because they're doing identity verification. Um, and the perfect example of that is that they still get served ads. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that could be really interesting. So, you know, we are an hour in. Um, you have uh, multiple big announcements um, here. Um, Should we get into the announcements? Sure, let's do it. Let's go into the announcements. I mean, there's a lot of people waiting on these announcements. Um, Sounds good to me. So um, let's talk about the announcements and then okay. we'll take it from there. So, What are we announcing today? We have no less than three announcements today. Okay. Uh, the first announcement is Android. Um. As you know, we launched our iOS uh, app yesterday in test flight, and people seem to like it. And uh, I know, Matt, you're an Android user. It's true. Guilty. So, so we decided to hold back the Android release so we can announce it in your show. Uh, so effective immediately, uh, as, as of like a few minutes ago, uh, you can go to primal.net slash downloads and download the uh, Primal Android client. Um, so one thing I should say about the Android client is that this is an early alpha build. Uh, it is... Um, so currently the feature set is limited to reading. So you can log in, you can... Uh, you know, get your feeds, you can do all the browsing and searching and consuming. Uh, but uh, at the current uh, time, there's you can't post, There's there are no actions that you can do and so forth. Um, but yeah, you, you will get a good feel for uh, where we're going for. With it's this. already smooth, even as an alpha. Yeah, you had a chance to use it. So yes. maybe like, I'll, I'll, I'll get your... It's smooth on. as fuck. I mean, I... I uh, my Nostra experience is different than other people because I there's a bunch of people by the way in the comments uh, that are clearly watching your GitHub and have downloaded and are running uh, the Primal APK. Well, already. we took we took an hour to get to the announcement, the, so I love it. They found it. Uh, Milan said we should front load the announcement, but I wanted to talk about Nostra, so we didn't. Um, it's all good. You know, oh, for all of you guys who went and downloaded the source code and built your own version or, or even like downloaded APK right on, guys. Um, well, like, how do you like it? We, uh, you know, we actually have, we have Carnage. We have Kieran in the, um, in the comments that he built. By the way, one of the cool things about the Nostra community is uh, they are essentially like feedback providing feedback and beta testing for zap.stream to Kieran in the live comments during the live. Like this is the cool part about permissionless innovation, right? I love it. 
Like we're um, getting so much useful feedback on all of our stuff from from the users. But anyway, what I was going to say is, you know, I've never really used Nostra on mobile. I only use it on on my computer. So to me to have a read only app is like, oh, that's that's pretty convenient for me. It's, it's I haven't lost any features of not being able to post. <laughs> um, but I do look forward to. Um, no, Kieran isn't in the comments, but. Pablo's also saying Kieran is everywhere and everyone. Uh, <laughs> oh, Carnage is in the comments and okay. Carnage helped build it. Cheers to Carnage. Thank you, Carnage, for the zap, by the way. Um, thank you for correcting me, freaks. Keep me honest. Um, but I'm very excited for the full Android build. I mean, you guys have been crushing it. You guys just continue to ship. It's really fucking impressive. Um, thank you. And it's smooth. It's smooth. It works. Uh, it works really well. And I'm I'm kind of curious. So, like, how, like the way so on on Primal.net, which is what I've been using, which is the web app, you have to use it with the Albi extension or the No S two Nos two X extension um, that holds your Nostra private. Key. We haven't even gone into the nuances of Nostra private keys, public keys, whatever. There'll be many Nostra shows in the future, freaks, um, that we can go deeper um, with with the mobile app. Uh, obviously, you can't zap yet on Android. Nope. <clears throat> can no you zap much. on iPhone? Yes, you can. The iOS beta came out yesterday, two days ago. Yesterday. Yesterday. By the way, the bet I lost was um, I thought there was going to be a thousand downloads of the iOS iOS beta in. First, I said an hour. Then I found out the lowest guess was three hours, so I changed it to two hours because I just I know how Price of Right works, so I might as well increase my guess. <laughs> But I was off. Uh, you freaks haven't really, you haven't hit. Have, we haven't hit the a thousand we, number we yet, have. right? It took about twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. Yeah. Well, are, is it is it limited to a thousand now? So we decided not to kind of open it up. Uh, uh, the reason why we limited it originally was um, we didn't know what we're gonna get in terms of feedback uh, and like uh, issues and stuff right. like that being reported, and we didn't want to get overwhelmed with like. 10,000 users uh, reporting all everything at the same time. Th this was just the right amount of feedback. What we got was just what we could handle as a team. Uh, and uh, it, it turned out that there aren't too many uh, issues that we were not already aware of. So we're past a thousand. We're past a thousand. You, you, you can still keep. Is going. there? I think the test flight has a limit of automatic ten thousand. Is that it? That's right. You can't have more than ten thousand uh, users in test flight, but we're well below that. Okay. Anyone who uh, is interested can can download. When it. you listen to this, if you're running an Apple device, consider buying an Android device. But if you don't do that, consider signing up for the test flight before it fills up and you. Um, don't get a piece of it until it's a full full release. Okay, so we you released yesterday. You released the iOS release, uh, the iOS test flight. We just announced Android, Android today. And What's I'll, next? I'll say about those two things, uh, uh, but those two apps, uh, we are building them pretty rapidly. There will be um, like a rapid. Uh, change and additions to the, to both of these products to give you an idea we started building we started coding the ios client three months ago that's we, insane we started coding the android client two months ago uh so 
things will happen quickly and we already did the most uh, the, the most difficult uh, pieces this now it's about filling out the features and, and fixing stuff up so stay tuned there will be you know probably weekly or bi-weekly updates uh for each of the Fuck apps yeah, yeah. Uh, it won't be long before Android users can, you know, post and zap and do everything. Uh, so that's the first announcement. Uh, the second announcement is probably the most important, the biggest announcement today, I think, which is uh, we are open sourcing the entire Primal stack. Uh, so effective immediately, when you go to primal.net slash downloads, uh, there will be links there for to to um, all of our repositories, which now include uh, the caching service, which we open sourced a few weeks ago, the web app, which we open sourced a few days ago, but also now the iOS app, the Android app, and the full primer, Primal server. So this is the entirety of everything that we do. Uh, we open sourced... Uh, all of our code so that people can stand up uh, a service that's similar to Primal using the code that we've uh, that we've opened up. They can build off of your code and release whatever they exactly. want. Exactly. So, and this is a full MIT FOSS licensed. Right. Do whatever the fuck you want with the code. It's open to the public, open to the community. Everything's open under the MIT license. That's fucking massive, dude. I think so. I think there's, uh, I don't know how many millions of people appreciate that, but there's not that many people that truly appreciate what 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 that does for the ecosystem. I agree. Yeah, we we thought about it and realized this is the only way to build a Noster, or this is the best way to build a Noster. Um, and it's coming back down to those freedom rooted ideals. Of- exactly. Exactly. So. Again, I'll emphasize, uh, it's common that client apps are getting open sourced. Hey, how's it going, guys? We're live right now. Come on, Alex. You want to say hi? Go on in. How's it going? We have we have uh, Alex Leishman in the house. You guys are on camera right now, just FYI. Hey, how's it going? Um, appreciate you, Alex. We have Rod, the co-founder at Bitcoin Park. Um, we're talking about Nostr. We'll talk about Nostr with you guys later. But Absolutely. Thanks for stopping in. Primal.net, yeah. Thank you. Cheers. We're at Bitcoin Park. We have uh, have 250 people here, and two of them just walked in. Um, That was Alexander Leishman, uh, founder of River.com. Open sourcing. And Rod. Yeah, open sourcing. This this is fucking massive. Thank you. Thank you for, like, thank you for your service, sir. I agree. Uh, uh, Thank you. for everything, Matt. Uh, we'll get, I guess, to the next announcement before long. But um, yeah, when you think it through, uh, you realize we, what we're building here is, is an alternative to the closed platforms. Right. This is why we're here. And um, the correct way to do that is to be radically open. So not just the protocol itself, which is open and there's, you know, there's, that's on that's not changeable but also the software stacks that you work that you build on top of especially the the pieces of software that uh, are consumer facing right uh like um 
you know, you should be able to know precisely how Primal creates their feed, how you get the trending uh, users and so forth. But there's another aspect. Like, like the idea of Noster isn't like the end of, quote unquote, the algorithm, but it's, it's oh, you have choice be, of algorithms. There will be algorithms. Right. And, and hopefully some of them will be open, including what Primal's doing. Ours, ours will be open and ours are open. Right. Uh, yeah, there will be lots of algorithms. It, it gets really interesting there. We'll build some crazy algorithms, I'm sure. And, and we need them. Uh, we need them arguably more than the closed platforms because everything is so open. So everything is allowed by everyone. Everything will be tried. So to uh, get signal from all of that uh, will require some algorithms. You just, you know, ideally should have full access to them. But there's another aspect of it too, which, which influenced our decision to open source everything. So not just the clients, but also the backend. The backend, uh, even within the Noster ecosystem, it's not so, well, there aren't too many backends to begin with. And the ones that exist, as far as I know, are not open. Uh, so here's another aspect that, that needs to be considered here. Let's say if Primal is really successful and if we're running these like uh, caching services and discovery services and all of these things that are extremely useful, and let's say that, that we do a really good job and provide a great service and a lot of users flock to Primal, um, that's a problematic kind of centralizing factor there. If, we, if we're the only ones running these services or, or if our services are the best and users flock there, when we encounter a major censorship event um, or a major situation where censorship is required by the powerful actors out there, is we are an easy target. We're right. a company, you know, we're like... Same situation not, as a Twitter would face. Or, exactly. Uh, it's not that Or at least similar, yeah. So uh, to deal with that... Uh, we decided to build clients that can connect to multiple different services out there. So, uh, and also we're opening everything up so other people can stand up those services. Uh, so that's a way, you know, there's this whole tr kind of trade-off balance between, you know, centralizing things and making everything fast because you right. have all the data and so forth. And like, decentralizing and making it slow <laughs> and not appealing to most people. The, this is how, this is our solve for it, where uh, we think it's important to have these caching services and to have, have things load quickly and, and help honestly help the network scale as well. Um, but it needs to be possible that these services are being uh, run by others. So specifically with the caching services, uh, we are building primal clients that are that have this competency to work with a caching service for reading to, to be able to get all the stuff so quickly. But that's not a replacement for being able to work with the relays directly. Uh, in fact, currently the way we do it with is we do the reading through the caching service and we post directly through the to the relay. So anything you post currently on Primal clients goes to all your relays. Right. We, we don't interfere there. Uh, but the next step what we're working on is uh, we are 
um, making uh, adding the capability for the, in the clients to work with multiple caching services kind of in, uh, at the same time. So instead of one caching service, you have a list of caching services, and the client is smart enough to kind of uh, pick the right one, the most uh, well-performing one, and fail over. Like if the the assumption is that any of these services can go down at any given time for any reason, so all the clients should just gracefully fail over. Um, and the user should be able to configure, which just like they can configure which uh, relays they, they use, they can also configure which what's the set of caching services they want. And finally, uh, the the ability to uh, use the Noster gossip protocol to uh, read to to read from the relays as well, and to connect to uh, to, to do relay discovery and and and. Uh, work with the Nostra network that way, we're also implementing that. So in in a perfect scenario, the client should be, a perfect client in my mind is one that has a competency to work with the caching services, has this ability to do failover, and it has the ability to uh, switch off the caching services and work just with the relays. Uh, that's the type of Nostra client that I would want to use. And that's right. the type of clients that we're building. Uh, so I think, it, you know, we're willing to experiment uh, when it comes to this kind of scale of decentralization and centralization. Uh, there's like trade-offs. We as Bitcoiners know we're always dealing with a set of trade-offs. It's never going to be uh, perfect across right. the board. Everything right? has trade-offs. Exactly. And I, we think there are some interesting, there's an interesting trade-off balance uh, along the lines of what I just described, where you get top performance, but if primal services go down, assuming that there are other services that are stood up, uh, your client just continues working. And then if all of those things are down, all of the caching services are down, then you work directly with the relays. Um, that's but the the caching doing. service here is is key to making it smooth and performant. And while still, it's it's this like let, let's go into the the caching service a little bit. It's a little bit hard to grok, but the, okay. this is what yeah. this is what makes scrolling on Primal silky smooth, right? Is the caching service. So when I said there are two or three big things that need to be solved and a thousand little things yeah. to be solved to make that feed scroll smoothly. Yeah. The caching service is one of the big things that needs to be probably the biggest right. thing there. Because otherwise you're pulling it directly from relays. Right? Otherwise you're fetching from relays and hitting a number of different relays to get the feed and to, to um, there, there's a problem also an indexing problem as well, because you, you don't, no specific relay has all the data, so you can't see how many likes. You can't quickly see how many likes a certain post. Yeah, because you're pulling it from all the different relays. Exactly. Like the normal way a Nostra client works is I'm manually pulling yes. from 10 relays or however many relays you have set. I'm pulling all this information exactly. from, right? Exactly. But yeah. the caching service has already pulled this information from the relays, and then the client is also verifying against the relays to make sure the caching service isn't lying to them? Is that what's going on? Like what? That's right. So, so like th there's the whole kind of um, 
Well, let's take it one step at a time. So a typical Nostra client would connect, like you said, to 10 or 20 relays, however many you configure. And then uh, you will get your feed by hitting up all those relays and uh, kind of querying them for the uh, people you follow and getting all the data back. And there's a lot of redundancy there. You get a lot of same data from a bunch of different relays. But um, the fact is that the, that small subset of relays uh, compared to the whole network doesn't have uh, the full picture of the network. So you might be missing some data and some numbers might be wrong. For example, the probably the most the most famous aspect of this is follower numbers, right? It's hard to get follower numbers uh, like this. And you're, you're really hammering uh, all the relays pretty badly to get a number that's like spectacularly wrong <laughs> for followers specifically. It's probably the most uh, extreme example. So instead of that, we are... Uh, we we built this caching service that uh, connects to all of the publicly accessible relays that we can find, and co collects all of the events, everything that's being published in real time, and stores it in a way that's highly available, in a way that kind of guarantees that most queries will be served from the RAM, and uh, and then clients can get the the response times that are you know on par or even better than the centralized right. uh, platforms right and you can get accurate data because then we know how many followers people have we know how many likes a post got uh, but the key is there's there's a trade-off there where you have to make sure that the caching service isn't lying to you right and then there's that so so basically the only way for caching service to lie because all of these um uh events are signed uh, cryptographically the, signed right by by the, your uh, uh, private key the only way for the caching service to lie to you is by omission right it can be like you can just exclude some stuff you have three followers instead of ten or something or Matt didn't make this post right well, made, Matt just made these 12 posts instead of these 25 that he actually right. made stuff like that right um, so uh, the competency of a client uh, to uh, work with the caching service, but also query the relays in some sort of smaller kind of subset of the data is uh, interesting there because you can flag stuff that was not sent to you by the caching service. And so you verify a subset. The client in the background is like verifying a subset. And if the caching service is lying to you, I assume you're not there yet, but the idea is that exactly. there's like a failover. It's like, okay, I'm going to switch to a different caching service and check it. Yes. So you're right. We're not there yet. This doesn't work currently in, right. in, in primal clients, but this is where we want to go, where we're kind of reducing the trust to the caching service where it can surface some uh, posts maybe that are, if they're being hidden by the caching service. And, and, and yeah. if you get too many of those as a user, you can decide to switch to a different caching service or switch it off. And I'm like running really quickly here while we're live on air. Um, but like that is part of the reason why it's, it's super important that you release the caching service as a, yes, a completely false um, implementation so that 
you can have multiple computing caching services. And then, so not only is maybe the failover verifying against the relays, but you can actually verify across caching services. And if one is omitting something, then you stop using that caching service. And that could all be hidden from the user. Like all this stuff we're talking about, the average Nostra user is just installing the Primal app and they're using it like social media. They're not even thinking about any of this shit. It's all happening kind of in the background. Yes, you got it. And this is why we open source the caching service first. I think it was like, I forgot exactly. Yeah, Pablo's in the comments bragging about using it for two months. Yeah, uh, well, we published (laughs) it. We we open sourced it. And then Pablo had it up and running within a few hours, even though he was traveling. He was flying that day. (laughs) Dude is Uh, a fucking beast. Yeah, but... um, yeah, so so it was pretty obvious from the beginning that the caching service needed to be open sourced. Where we kind of took it to the next level uh, today is we open sourced the entire backend. Uh, so everything else on primal.net that's being done on the backend is now also open sourced. And it makes sense to break out these two things because some people might, might only need the caching service. Uh, probably most people will only need that, but the backend is there for those who want to look at the algorithms and look at our kind of discovery features and, um, you know, fork our stuff and run with it, hopefully. And again, this is not only kind of altruism and being, you know, doing the right thing, but also it's creating moat for us. If, if there are multiple successful players who are doing this, then we become less of a target uh, right. in, in these situations. Because Prime is not successful if Noster is not successful. If, so to capture to capture Noster as a protocol uh, would be a complete failure for Primal. The absolutely. incentives are aligned in that regard. Absolutely. To make a credible argument out there that Noster is different, even even from purely selfish reasons, let's say for Primal, if we're out there, you know, we we're, we we want to compete with, uh, not with other Nostra clients necessarily, but we want to at this stage we want to compete with Twitters of the world. To make a credible argument, we we need m- multiple or many successful like uh, clients. We can say, look, if Primal, why is Primal different? Well, because we can't lock you in even if we wanted to. You can take your key and go right. to Snort or Damus or Amethyst or many other clients. Potential primal forks. Potential primal forks as well. Right. In our analysis, it made more sense to have primal forks than not. I mean, as someone had someone who fully believes in in the freedom potential of Nostra, the protocol, um, I think I think we're incredibly lucky and I feel very grateful to have builders like yourself in the space. But also, I mean, so many builders in the Nostr ecosystem at this early stage, it's just crazy how many are so focused on this just greater freedom mission. And like yeah. it, you just can't manufacture that kind of early adoption by diehards who are, are building in an open and transparent way. And and, and that's going to make or break, you know, whether Nostr is a success versus um, just another flash in the pan. Yeah, I agree. It really does feel 
uh, pretty special. And it was eye-opening back in March, and a lot of stuff has happened since March. Um, you know, when we were all, or a lot of us were at Costa Rica at that conference. and it, Nostrica. Nostrica, exactly. Um, it really did feel special. It still does. Uh, something is happening here. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wasn't around when Bitcoin first got created. Um, but I'm fortunate enough to be around when Nostra's in its infancy. It's a really beautiful thing to witness unfold. Same, yeah. same. Um, so we have one more announcement. Yes, the third announcement is that Primal has uh, closed the round of financing. Uh, we secured $1 million from 1031, Hivemind Ventures, and a couple of angels uh, to help us uh, build uh, premium UX on all platforms and form factors and bring this to as many people as possible. Very excited about this. Um, in hindsight, I was thinking before we... Um, in hindsight, I mean, about like 10 minutes ago, I was like, damn, like we probably should have, as a managing partner of 1031, we probably should have led with the fact that we were supporting you just as a overly disclosure thing before this conversation. Um, but that was not uh, the intention, Freaks. The intention wasn't uh, to deceive you or shill you on Primal. Um, I had the, the, the fortune of meeting uh, Milan, well, first through his earlier project. Um, but then the second connection was through a mutual friend. Um, and just very excited to support you. Like I, like this is why 1031 exists. Like 1031 exists to support these kind of projects. And I think it's very rare. It's very rare for, and, and huge shout out to Max at Hivemind, um, for joining us in this journey and, and, and the angels that are involved, the other investors that are involved. Um, because I think it's it's the traditional the traditional fiat venture mindset can't understand a project um, a startup that would uh, release their intellectual property yeah. to the world for free. Yes, like that's a ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> uh, it's a ridiculous concept, and I think it's even more ridiculous that I'm incredibly excited that you have done that. Um, and that our whole team at 1031 is incredibly excited that you've done that. And I, I, I'm just excited to go on this journey with you. I'm very excited to go on this journey with you. I, I can speak for everyone at 1031 that we're, we're very excited to, to be a part of, of the Primal mission, a part of the Nostra mission. We're going to have a lot more focus on the Nostra ecosystem in general. Um, but across all my work, across all my work, um, Bitcoin will always um, be a major focus. Um, but Nostr is going to be an increasingly larger focus. We have in OpenSats, we have um, we have our Nostr fund. We've already funded 16 projects, no strings attached, open source grants, 1031. We're extremely excited to join you and the rest of the Primal team on this journey. Um, Bitcoin Park, we're going to have more focus on Nostr education. We have Nostrville in November. We already have NIP5 handles for our members at BitcoinPark.com. We now have our own BitcoinPark.com relay. Um, 
the podcast, as you can tell, still dispatch. We're an hour and a half into a Nostra podcast. There is going to be more Nostra conversation on this show. Um, rabbit hole recap. We've already been talking about Nostra for months now. Uh, we are not going to stop. Um, but I appreciate you. I just appreciate you. I've been very excited for this moment to tell the world. Um, and, uh, I've been very excited about Primal for a couple months now, and Milan's like, "No, you gotta wait. Can't talk about it yet. Gotta, we, we got, we gotta wait. The moment's gonna happen, and 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 that moment is here now. So, I love just it. appreciate you. Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And the, uh, I'll say this: the way you and your team have reacted when we decided to open source everything. And also the way Max from HiveMind reacted and the other investors. It was just like unanimous, complete support across the board. Uh, made me understand fully that we've surrounded ourselves with the right people. It's, it means a lot in this type of uh, environment to be uh, partnering with such mission-aligned uh, investors. It's really uh, a huge deal for us. And thank you for uh, the vote of confidence. We don't take that lightly. And we're going to kick some ass here. But we're just getting started. We're only a few months into this. Dude, so fucking early. <laughs> Let's build this fucking future. Oh, yeah. This is going to happen. This is all happening. It's inevitable. Definitely. Um, fuck yeah. Uh, like, I think this is the first of many conversations. Um, the local time here is 8.50 p.m. Uh, you had a lot of delays on your flight to get here. It was important that we did this in person, I think, as well. I agree. So I, I agree. appreciate you uh, making the journey out to Nashville so we can do it in person. And My the Lightning gosh. Summit is going to be fucking awesome, too. Can't wait. So, Can't wait. Um, this idea, like Bitcoin and Nostra is just so intertwined. I think people will. We're going to. I don't need to convince you. Time time will tell. Time will tell. But I think. I think. Uh, the destiny of both protocols is forever intertwined. And I think most people are just going to come to it gradually, then suddenly. Um, but I mean, with all that said, like, should we go get dinner? I think we should. Yeah. I mean, I, was a good rip. I don't think they could hear your, your stomach grumbling on the, <laughs> on, on the feed, but uh, uh, how, how can people find you on Noster? What is your, what is your nip five? So you can, uh, my NIP5 is Milian at M-I-L-J-A-N at Primal.net. And you can find me on Primal.net. There's a search box there for users. It's very easy. Just look for M-I-L-J-A-N. Awesome. And we're going to do more civil dispatches. Let's do it. Let's do it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, Shout out to all the freaks who joined us. it appears that they decided live during our chat that they need to have some way in the Zapdot stream to show how many sats have been streamed during this. I, I don't think anyone really knows how many sats were streamed during this. I realized that the number I quoted was just the top three zappers. Whoa. Um, so we don't. I don't really know how much freedom money you guys sent me, but thank you uh, <laughs> for sending it. Um, and I look forward to going through this journey with all you guys. Thanks to the freaks who joined us in the live chat. I know we were delayed by like five hours. So even more impressive, uh, to join us on a Wednesday night, a huge shout out to Milan and the rest of the primal team. Thank you guys. And huge shout out to everyone building on Noster. If you haven't checked out Noster yet, consider checking it out. If you have iOS, um, you can download the primal test flight right now. 
how does iOS testify work? Do you just search Primal or? Well, you can go to our download page. So primal.net slash downloads. Correct. That's the page. And if you're going to use the web app, you need to have the Albi or the No S two X uh, extension. Uh, do you have like a? Is there like a good getting started landing page for Nostr people? Uh, the, okay. Do we direct people to like Nostr.com if you want to use another client or something? Amethyst is a great client on Android. Domus is another great client on iOS. Yes, yeah, Snort. Um, Snort.social is a web good. client. It's web. They don't have a mobile app, right? I think it's web only. Iris.2 Iris. is a great yeah. web only one. No, no. I think Iris.2 has, um, they have mobile clients as well. They have mobile clients? I think so. So many of them. Coracle. Let's not forget Coracle. Well, anyway, freaks. If you haven't used Nostra yet, consider trying it out. Uh, if you're burdened by the friction, just know that we are only probably only a few months away from less friction. I yeah, like it's just going to be you're just going to download. People are just going to download an app. You're just going to tell people to download their favorite app. They might not even know they can take their private key to a different app until they get censored on that app, and then they fucking do it. Um, and that's fine. That's that. It's it's going to become much easier. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out and uh, resist the blue check. Do not verify your identity on the internet to use Twitter. Um, that is a dark, dystopian, ridiculous world that is parallel to CBDCs. Um, and if you have any kind of platform, um, whether intentionally or accidentally, just know that people are watching what you do. And if, uh, if, you, comply, if you comply with identity verification, others will too, and you're part of the problem. And... Uh, that doesn't mean I don't like you. It just means I'm disappointed. Um, do better. Um, thanks, Milan. Thank you, sir. Thank you, freaks. Thank you, freaks. Stay humble, stack sats, and uh, learn how to zap sats on Nostra. Appreciate you all. Cheers. Peace. <laughs>